0: to H.R. After Hours.
1: Well, swaddle my body in red velvet and call me
0: Nicholas.
1: Hannah Hampton, how the heck are you today?
0: I'm good. I don't know what that means, but (laughs) I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. You know, it's it's that time of year. We've got so much going on in H.R. and recruiting, getting the end of the year hiring done for new labor plans. Uh you know open enrollment is going yep. on for a lot of people. How are you doing?
0: Same busy year end stuff. Uh, I've got my open enrollment going on right now at my company and just other various year end stuff. So, you know how it is this time of year for HR professionals. It's uh it's crazy, it's busy, but hey, overall it's good.
1: Well, the good news is when you and I are both busy, we actually have a tendency to stay a little more on point. So for our (laughs) listeners, that'll mean a little, uh, a few less micisms. you know, Hannah's going to keep me on topic. Speaking of which, (laughs) let's just get the ball rolling. I think you have a a story that we couldn't help but not miss over the last few days.
0: Yeah, everyone, I think, is aware of this happening, but uh, in the recent news, As in the month of November 2019, uh, McDonald's had to part ways with their CEO due to a consensual relationship. And I thought, you know, this is a good topic and reminder for all HR folks. I think it's just it's, it's a timely topic and it's good to really think about how relationships affect work and what a nice policy in place will do to protect you. But, you know, one of the before we get into relationships at work, another kind of update to the story is the chief people officer has left as well. I don't have any details. The article I read on that one, I don't have any details on that. But I thought it, it's an interesting leadership shakeup at the huge company of McDonald's. A lot going on for McDonald's this time of year, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I recently had to st- separate ways with McDonald's because of my waistline. I decided that I no longer wanted to wear elastic pants, could get under 300 LBs. I had to say goodbye to the McRib and the Quarter Pounder with cheese and the shakes and, oh man, McDonald's. I haven't had it in a long time, but how about those McFlurries? The, good thing those machines never work, though, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, let's let's get back to to the story. So, oh, the,
1: already you've had to reel me in. I'm so yeah, glad you're here a, today.
0: Look at that. So, yeah, the the chief executive officer's name is Steve Easterbrook, and he's been in that position since 2015, is what my the article is telling me. But uh, this individual uh, is is the same is I think divorced or you know not married. So this was a consensual relationship. So I think it's important. to... To think of, you know, to talk about that piece of it. It wasn't, you know, like an, it wasn't a tawdry affair or anything like that, but it was a consensual relationship. However, that was a violation of their company policy. I myself don't know uh, about, you know, what their policy is, but I have worked in, in many a company that has a policy around dating at work. And I think it's important to discuss rules around that, because let's get real. You and I were talking about how busy we are this week. We all spend so much time at work. It's pretty easy uh, to catch feelings for a fellow employee and maybe start a relationship. I know that I've, I know people whose relationships have started at work. I mean, heck, I think a really uh, good example is Bill and Melinda Gates. They met at work and now uh, they do a lot out in the world. So, you know, it's important to talk about, again, Policies around this, not uh, not necessarily uh, just pro- prohibiting it, but having a strong policy behind relationships. Have
1: you Absolutely. ever? Absolutely, worked- I mean, yeah. there's. It's like you said, any policy you have, as long as everyone put time, energy, effort, logic, thought, and the proper processes to put a policy into place. The policy is the policy. Someone decided or multiple people decided that this was the right thing to do because of the way it could impact business or, you know, especially, let's talk about McDonald's. I mean, you're talking about one of the most public Mm
0: -hmm. businesses
1: in the U.S., something that's used as a barometer to constantly evaluate the QSR segment of the restaurant industry, and just even the industry as a whole and how things are changing. And, you know, it was, you know, McDonald's was at risk financially when we realized, hey, millennials don't want just a cheap dollar burger. And that's mm-hmm. where the dollar menu did not work even on the relaunch when they tried to revamp it. So McDonald's is a company that's constantly being used as a barometer for what's right. going on as in the United States, whether we like it or not. I don't think McDonald's really reflects me at all as it wouldn't represent me. But let's be honest, it represents the U.S. in a lot of different ways as far yeah. as the labor force, technology, the economy. So these policies are in place. Conversations are, as I'm concerned, really isn't about relationships at work. Right. You know, you and I both agree on that. Um, it's about you know he is Mayor McCheese,
0: and
1: <laughs> he broke his own law, and, and
0: he—that's so so it. He resigned, and he resigned. Uh, basically, the story goes it was brought to the attention of the uh, to the board. They did an investigation, and the CEO he resigned, and he wrote a letter to the employees stating, "I made a mistake," and he agreed. Basically, you know I'm not going to do it verbatim, but given the values of the company, he stated he, he agreed with the decision and decided it was time for him to move on. So I think to me, that was the absolute right thing to do was to admit I made a mistake, I violated a policy, and I'm moving on. So I think ultimately, while I think people were a little concerned about how this would affect stock prices, it was the right thing to do as the leader of the company. You have to lead by example. And if the company was expecting other people to follow this role, the CEO has to follow it as well.
1: Yes. I mean, it's just like saying, you know, we can't have a district of attorney that doesn't, you know, isn't held accountable for the same laws as the rest of the citizens. How could they enforce any policies with the company moving forward if they didn't act This way, and I think it is interesting. The a little bit that I've read, I haven't read as much as you have, but I do find it interesting that they did cite the investigation, then said, you know, it was decided that he should leave, and he bowed out gracefully. I was taught if you make a, I played soccer right, and then Mm -hmm. I played tennis, two sports that when you make the error, you raise your hand, you call it. Sounds Mm -hmm. like he didn't quite go that route, but. Maybe if I read more articles, I would find that he really did, but it's, he didn't fight it, which in this day and age, we see that all the time where people are like, no, you can't force me out. Mm -hmm. Look what I've done for the company. I mean, this is a very black and white rule from what I've read. He violated it. He had to just say, yeah, you guys got me. I can't Mm -hmm. there. I don't think they really had a choice at all here.
0: Right, right, and I, you know, I'm I'm very curious as, and I'm sure if I did some digging on the internet, I might be able to find um, McDonald's handbook. But I, I'd be curious as to what their policy looks like because I've worked at, you know, I've had multiple uh, jobs and I've seen multiple uh, policies around relationships in the workplace. And you know, there's you can it can go as strongly as to prohibiting them, which I don't agree with because I feel that that's a little too strong to, you know, saying, yes, you can have relationships, but talking about different levels of reporting or being at the same level. And then there's also companies that do the quote unquote love contract where it's like, okay, you can have a relationship. However, the company does not want to have any, you know, doesn't want to worry about any lawsuits or have anything that they could be responsible for. So we'll have employees sign a love contract. So what's, do you have any experience with, with this policy or, any uh, examples of, of dating in the workplace that you've, you've experienced?
1: All right, so let me. I'm, I'm not writing things down, so I'm gonna talk quickly because you know that my attention span is fleeting. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, I did. I did not see the actual printed policy. But uh, I did read that McDonald's forbids managers from having romantic relationships with direct or indirect reports. And yeah. so in his case, being the CEO, pretty much everyone's a direct or indirect report. Absolutely. So he had to stay out. He could not dip his toe in the McDonald's you know, staffing pool at all. So that's, that's how I read that, that it just forbids managers from having romantic relationships with direct or indirect reports. The quote-unquote love contract, I have never had proper exposure to that. So I've never worked for a company that utilized it that I was aware of. As far as work relationships, we may or may have not uh, mentioned this in a previous podcast, but the current Mrs. Danzig, not only – did we work together? But she actually did report to me. Ooh,
0: and, fabulous. Uh,
1: so I was actually. It, it, it I was suspended.
0: Oh.
1: Without pay. Uh, she agreed to uh, resign so we could continue dating. And so because we were violating a, a company policy, we were forced to make a decision very quickly. Do we want to shake hands and say sorry but my career is more important to me or did we want to actually you know for her to leave over a relationship with me I had to pretty much say yes I I I think we're going somewhere
0: that's interesting so isn't it though you and she's the one who left was that was that her thought was that her idea or was that the company's
1: We were basically told that if we were going to continue to be in a relationship, we couldn't work together. And then somebody
0: had to leave.
1: Someone had to leave. Because
0: what surprises me is that since she reported to you and she left, I'd be worried about her coming back and suing and say, hey, I was unfairly terminated because not only, you know, the person I reported to was in my relationship and there's always that risk of, Well, I could, I did feel like I could say no. And then all of a sudden I lost my job to it. So how did, how did that all work out?
1: Well, without going into too much detail, this was a smaller company where I was overseeing multiple facets of it. And there was, there just happened not to be an official buffer between us, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like we were working together constantly side by side on a daily basis. But this was a a while ago and honestly if this same situation were to take place today i would imagine it would um, be handled a little differently plus it helps when your dad owns the company so next topic
0: Okay. <laughs> Next topic. Wow. Maybe Tell we'll me save about that for he,
1: any incidences you have had. You know, she listens to this every once in a while, so we really need to keep <laughs> this moving. Um, but it was the best decision she ever made in her life. <laughs> well, oh, yes, I've been I been so much trouble. Um
0: yes. well, this- I know that you both are in great careers and fulfilled, so I do feel like. All's well that ends well in this scenario. (laughs)
1: In this scenario, it was probably the exception to the rule that that the setup happened to work. But what about these quote unquote love contracts? I mean, have you had any direct exposure to them?
0: I've not really. uh, There uh, there have been situations where I, I did at one point ask somebody to write a letter stating that they were in a consensual relationship because a similar thing happened where somebody was dating their manager. And we ended up having to transfer. Uh, I, I believe we transferred the manager to a different location. And then we had them write out letters stating that they were in a consensual relationship. And I don't remember the details, but that is, I want to say the only time I've ever dealt with a somewhat love contract, but never a formal, like here is the contract. I'm going to have both parties sign. That's something that I've I've heard of, I've seen, uh, especially in TV shows, but I've never actually directly experienced it. Now, I, I have worked at companies that have had policies around dating and it's more prohibiting the employee from dating somebody who they report to. And But here's the thing that's different than the McDonald's scenario is that I've seen it where they're just, if you are indirectly reporting to somebody, there has to be a number of levels in between you. So, that there is no uh, concern about favoritism and things of that sort. So, I've seen it where, okay, we understand that you might date in the workplace. You can't date somebody who reports to you or you report to. And uh, again, explaining the different levels of reporting and then how to handle it. You know, please disclose to your HR partner and everything else that goes along with that. But I have to say, you know, I feel like that these relationships happen more regularly, regularly than not. And and I've worked at multiple companies where there are people that are married that might be working in different locations. And they all they obviously met at work, they stated they met when they they were together, or when they were working together. So it happens. And I feel like as a company, we just need to understand that it's going to happen and you just need to be prepared to deal with it. And that's why you have a policy in place that handles it.
1: I agree. I think the policy and I know you, you're so much more of a stickler for details than I am. that I mean the but at the end of the day it comes down to this we are protecting our people and a brand i think there should be a perfect level relationship between those two some companies mm-hmm. it's that your role is more about protecting the brand some companies it's more about protecting the people which in return protects the brand which i think is very smart you have to have just very clear concise policies for the reason that You know, this individual, if this gentleman's relationship went south with the team member, and I have not seen anything about this individual's title, role, or anything. They
0: haven't released.
1: If and when the relationship goes south, because typically they do at some point, how much damage could the other person do to the company? And if you're the CEO in a relationship with, a subordinate, which everyone's your subordinate for the most part. I mean, you're putting the company at risk because no, it's it's near impossible. I'm not going to say nobody. I've learned not to to speak in extremes, but it is so difficult and near impossible not to discuss work with your significant other if right. you both work for the same company that it's just it would have to be just such a bizarre relationship. To to be able to be that one example where you can say, no, sorry, we cannot discuss anything (laughs) to do with business in our personal lives. I mean, you're just putting the company at risk. If you wrong them in some way and then they could, you know, whether it's accurate or not, they may feel like you've damaged their career and they're going to possibly seek Damages or some sort of, you know, financial reciprocation for what they've been through because they're more than likely going to leave the company. Blah blah blah. So there's, it just doesn't work when you're that high up. But I mean, what are your thoughts?
0: No, I, I I totally agree with you. And I think, you know, what I'm taking away from this is just the importance of, you know, making setting clear expectations of what your relationship policy is. And what you expect, how you expect your people to act, and you know what? I, what I'm really thinking about here is how could how could the CEO have a, have avoided this? You know, and and I'm not saying that you know okay, just ignore all of your feelings, but I don't think there there was there was a way for him to win in this scenario because say he he's interested in having a relationship with somebody who he works with. Well, what if they had a conversation? Hey, I want to pursue this. Oh, but one of us can't work here. Uh, it still, I feel like, would violate the policy if the policy states that you cannot have a relationship with a direct or indirect report. So I just, it's it, to me, it's kind of mind-boggling on how how this could have ended up any differently other than the complete, you know, him prohibiting uh, having feelings for somebody. But ultimately, I think it's really important to have a very clear, stated, clearly stated policy around relationships in the workplace.
1: And as you look further up the corporate ladder i mean Mm -hmm. the further you get up you become you thin yourself from the herd so to speak Mm -hmm. right a ceo is not going to have the same social life activities that the general manager of the location in danville illinois is going to have more than likely i mean there's always the exceptions to the rules right so when you get to that level you know you don't dip your pen in the company ink. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, to me, there's just a, there's certain a level of professionalism and where you are the the shining beacon and example of what represents the company and the brand. It's almost like being a, a a politician. I mean, you have to make sure that your skeletons stay in your closet at home and they don't make it into the executive suite. Right. I think it's, I mean, you, there's just a different level of expectation when you get to those those top positions that you just have to commit yourself to this is i mean to me he kind of made a a really almost rookie mistake with doing that we don't have all the info so we don't know exactly where on the totem pole this individual lies that he had this relationship. And let's do again stress consensual relationship. The rules are the rules there. And yep. when you take home those big giant paychecks and you're <laughs> and you're attending those board meetings and you're being the shining example of the brand, and you've got to basically be near perfect. I I, I think that it kind of it kind of speaks for itself. But where it does come more into the HR department as far as making sure everyone agrees on those. Policies, you know, making sure you have a very clear, concise policy that is, wait for it, consistently <laughs> and fairly executed and enforced by leadership.
0: Well, and here's, you know, on a last note, this in, the CEO is receiving a severance package. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a decent size severance package. And an, an article I wrote or wrote, <laughs> an article I read said that he had received. In total compensation last year, $15.9 million. So I'm sure his severance was pretty sizable. And I don't think he's going to be hurting for money. However, I think it'll be interesting to see what is his next uh, career steps going to be.
1: I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's an example mm-hmm. of someone that probably should lay low for a little bit. You know, travel, play some golf or tennis or whatever he does. And then I would imagine... There are quite a few companies that already are trying to put on their timeline when they're going to recruit him in 2020. So I I don't think this is going to damage his long term career as long as he stays quiet, uh, as long as the other party involved doesn't come up in the press and start saying negative things about the relationship and and we find out that it was in fact consensual, I think everything will be fine, but it's just one of those where you just have to say, Hey, my bad. I got caught. (laughs) I know the rules. I'm going to, you know, I need to tell everyone that, Fair is fair. I'm not any better than anyone else in the company. I'm not exempt from the rules. Rules are what keeps the world in place. And uh, I wish everyone the best of luck. And I think if he plays it that way, He'll be just fine.
0: Any other final comments on this story? I feel like I've said everything I wanted to say. Any other? Uh, I think
1: this one, unless something comes out a little hinky, I think this was kind of a no brainer. I don't think anyone's, you know, going, oh, he's a victim here. Um, So I think Steve Easterbrook will be just fine. And uh, that means you and I can get back to work.
0: Definitely. Well, I look forward. I, I will, if I learn anything new about either, you know, the chief people officer leaving, or anything else uh, with the story, we'll definitely bring an update in a future podcast.
1: Sounds like a plan. All right, everyone. Well, I know you're just as busy as we are, so get back to work.